0: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of The Adeptus Ridiculous. I'm your host, one of your hosts, DK Diamantes. I am a Warhammer noob that is slowly gaining more and more knowledge about Warhammer from lifelong fan Bricky. Bricky, I hear today is going to be a very, very deep episode.
1: Hey, you know what's also deep? The love and support of our patrons at Adeptus Ridiculous on Patreon. Ugh.
0: What a transition, dude! What I'm a transition. so proud of you. Dude, I could not be happier.
1: I, I'm I'm glad because that has actually been blowing up quite a bit as of lately. Uh, the Patreon has been uh, the Patreon has been getting like ridiculous amounts of support. We oh, really, yeah. really do appreciate it. I think we're we're encroaching around four hundred dollars yeah. right now, which is insane. We're,
0: o- we're almost halfway to making weekly episodes, which is just mind-blowing, and it's fantastic because, like, this is, like, this is the highlight of my week when we do it, like, this is so much fun to, like, learn about, like, Warhammer and all the crazy shit that's going on in it, that for it to be blowing up and for people to be liking it as much as they do is just, like, oh. Dreams do come true.
1: It does, especially, and you know, considering blowing up, we're going to talk a little bit about the Emperor's Crusade and the rise of humanity. <laughs> Just call me Dean Kamen right now with these segues.
0: I feel like you could preface anything in Warhammer with, speaking of things blowing up.
1: You know, I, I... during this entire time of us talking, I looked up very quietly the creator of the segue, Dean Kamen. <laughs> And as, so I have to use this later. It's like, to call me king of the Segway, I'm Dean Gaiman.
0: I didn't this even is... know who you were talking about. I just figured it was some reference. I, didn't
1: I, know, I know you did, and that's why I wanted to make it clear that I I worked hard on this by looking up one guy.
0: Thank you for that. I, I, I get it now. It just went r slash whoosh, and well done. Oh,
1: don't Reddit me. This is not a place for Reddit. This is a place for Warhammer. You disgust me. You you made that pog <laughs> reference a few episodes ago, and now I have to get into this.
0: Hey, at least at least nobody's called anyone else their little pog champ yet, right? So I hate we're... I
1: hate that meme. I hate <laughs> so that bad,
0: meme. Dude. It's so oh. bad. It's so, like there's there's cringe memes, and then there's that, and it's, it's just well, oh,
1: it's boy. too bad because you can use it ironically, and it, it, it's sometimes okay. it's not important. Point being. <laughs> Today, on topic, on topic, today we are talking about Mankind, uh, and unlike Games Workshop, we have been really big into Xenos lately, and uh, we have been doing the Vol and Rise of the Eldar, we talked about uh, kooky grandpa Nemesor Zandrek and his uh, little short spout, uh, short squat, uh, <laughs> Valguard Oberon. we did the Necrons and the Silent King, and today we're talking about Mankind, which obviously has the most lore out of them all because humans, we are those. And, you know, naturally, that's the biggest part of the Warhammer universe. Though I will admit, uh, you know, a lot of people get very upset and and, uh, angry with the amount of human Imperium-based releases that Games Workshop has and the amount of favoritism they have. I know someone named Quiet Shy who is particularly aggravated with that stuff, um, especially as an Orc player. Uh, But... That being said, I think you would be hard-pressed to find somebody who doesn't think that the Rise of Mankind and the Horus Heresy aren't at least a bit interesting. Um, oh, it, yeah. It's like all Space Marines, but it's actually pretty cool.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I remember when I was first getting into just like casually painting minis, and I was like, guys, what should I do? And everyone was like, yo, you gotta read up on the Horus Heresy. If you're gonna get at all into Warhammer and painting the minis and caring about the lore, you got to start out with the Imperium and the Heresy and the uh, Primarchs and the Emperor being a bad dad.
1: The Emperor is a shit dad, and we'll (laughs) be talking about that soon. Uh, But we did want to say that this is probably episode one of three. We're going to leave a couple cliffhangers because it's fun, but we're going to start off today with The Rise of Mankind, and the Emperor and the Unification Wars, the Ides uh, Mechanicus. And then episode two, probably more into the stirrings of heresy, the Great Crusade, that kind of little turmoil that, that was starting to seed the, uh, or um, what was it? No, no, it's like fester, like the seeds of doubt into e. everybody. And then the third one, we'll talk a full-blown heresy. But it's actually really good, and it's surprisingly tragic um, the reason everyone jokes Magnus did nothing wrong is because his backstory is legitimately sad. and it is. Uh, It's it is. actually sad, and that's one of the reasons why the Horus Heresy is so well done is because you've got these, like, nine-foot-tall demigod Primarchs, and they're legitimately sad, and they feel mistreated. And it's kind of cool because emotions are important, and you don't have a lot of those in Warhammer, so it's cool to get into that. <laughs> but... That is the there are heresy. plenty of
0: emotions in Warhammer. They're just bad emotions. Like well, or it's lust, like... rage, <laughs> anger, uh, zealotism, <laughs>
1: tons of emotions. Yeah, fear. exactly. Yeah,
0: tons of emotions, just really negative ones.
1: I like I like seeing guilt and and, and sadness ah. and a feeling of loathing as opposed to murder. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> let's get started with the rise of mankind. So. Um, f- however million, million, million of years later, 60 million years later, after our Necrons went to bed uh, and about 20, 25 ish thousand years before slanesh's big destructive burst, we had zero AD, you know, you got it, your man, you got your man, JC, you got your buddy, Jesus Christ, <laughs> he was around, he did his thing, you know, he, he was all right. He chilled, and then he died, and then all things happened. But then the first 15,000 years on Earth are exactly what you think would happen with us. Um, you know, the 21st millennium was the 21st millennium. It is what it is now. We existed or whatever the hell. And after all this time, you know, humanity really started to get going. Uh, in the late third millennium, Space travel was becoming a big thing. We started creating a bunch of robots and and we started living longer. it's your classic sci-fi, right The first okay. 15,000 years is just exactly how, how it is we we started spanning up and into the stars and actually, I should probably talk about the emperor just a little bit here. okay, where did he come from? Big question, right Everyone's like Huge where question. the fuck did he come from? Answer you don't know really it's just an unknown there are a couple theories um but honestly the the real true answer is nobody knows and i kind oh. of okay i'm kind of okay with that um you know some people really want an answer i like the idea where he was just that guy uh he just exi- <laughs> he has existed uh, and he's been around apparently forever he's been around since in the bc wow. era um oh he's old then he's very old uh, a couple oh. theories. um one of the theories is that shamans, you know, like like old school shamans way back in the day. Sure. um they, they were actually early psychers. That's why they had they actually did have their little like special oh. powers. um uh-huh. and then there's the concept that like seven of them came together and create a giant suicide pact and used their essence to create the emperor. That's one. Um, some Whoa. believe he was one of the yeah, it's an interesting one. Some that's believe uh, he was the one of the old ones that escaped the cleansing of the Necrons. Um, oh, because the old ones, you know, they they are trying to raise up smaller civilizations, and
0: sure, sure. You know
1: humans are an option. I could uh, see that it's an option, but honestly, these are all just theories because the Emperor is pretty xenophobic. And awful, <laughs> and the old ones were meant to be very, like, raising up new species and being very yeah. kind and not genocidal, so...
0: Yeah, eh. as little as I know about Warhammer, even I'm like, yeah, isn't the Emperor that guy that really hates anything that's not human? And it's kinda, like heresy kinda, to, like, go against him and anything he wishes, and... Mm. He's kind of
1: a mm. uh, a, a little bit. Um, he, he's not like awful. He's not like what we are now, but he's not great. Uh, he, he is Humanity is the dominant ruler of the stars. That's this kind of concept. Gotcha. Um, so anyway, after a year 1500 or 15,000, sorry, Emperor is just kind of chilling. He's just kind of like moving his way around. He's very much just chilling. You know, no one knows where he is. He's just there existing. Um, This is what happened in the dark age of technology. This is around 15,000, well, it's millennia 15 to millennia 25. So during this period of time, this is when the first ever like real major mutants were born. And those are called Navigators. And Navigators are a fancy pantsy version of Psyker that allows them to, uh, it's it's like a special gene they have, uh, Mm -hmm. to allow them to navigate accurately through the warp. It allows them oh. to kind of communicate. I think they have like three eyes. Um, they have like okay. their third eye in their forehead or something. It's kind of creepy. And it allows Classic. them to to use like the psychic light as almost like a north star in the warp. And That's so this is cool, when actually it is neat, but it's also weird how it's linked to a mutation. So yeah. every like starship has a navigator, and it's just this mutant with a fucked up mind. And and I think I think they might they might be blind <laughs> as well. Um, they're, they're, oh. they're kind of, they got problems, but they're very psychoactively, uh, in tuned. And so it allows them to invent the warp drive. And this allows them to go through the warp. You know, you're traveling through like a wormhole and you're able to pass huge distances in, in like very little time. Yeah, you can go yeah. to a whole new system in an hour. Um, and during this period of time, like what happens in every single Goddamn sci-fi story when you invent AI.
0: Oh, it has to go haywire and it has to turn against you, right? Oh,
1: you fucking know it does. Yes, sir. (laughs) And during this period of time, during the Dark Age technology, human tech, right like right now, is better than it is in in modern day Warhammer. It is fucking ludicrously powerful. Like, it is wow. It is laughably strong. Current day. Uh, or like a uh, millennia fifteen to twenty five tech is by golly insane. Do you, do you ever play Subnautica?
0: I oh man, I'm about to.
1: Damn it! I, um, I, I, I've I've seen other people play it. It's a great game, but did you, maybe Star Trek. But basically, they create these insanely powerful AI, uh, which were known as the Men of Iron or the Golden Men. Some uh, sometimes they oh. they call it like um it's a little bit difficult to describe but they call them the men of iron basically these very powerful AIs Uh, but they also these things called STCs which were standard template constructs I believe and basically when you wanted to go colonize a new world right because they were in full-blown colonization time right now sure it basically was a giant thing that contained all of humanity's um like knowledge And uh, it allowed them to fabricate things super easily. And it followed some Nautica Star Trek rules where I take two stick and three rock and I get AR-15. You know, (laughs) like like you throw (laughs) it into the thing. It it like goes at a molecular level and it can reform. Right. You just I take three leaf and four berry and I have pie. Remember Spy Kids? Remember (laughs) that fucking little packet and they put it in the microwave and it turned into a burger? It's, it's like fair, that yeah. shit. It's or perfect. Or like in
0: Fifth Element, where you put a couple pills in the microwave and chican good. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So it's it's just like they have these insanely powerful AI starships. And the weapons on these things were immense. They could, like, create black holes and reverse time. Holy shit. It was laughable. There's a, a, a great story where an STC defends some late-stage mechanicus. And it, it fires this weird thing at an Eldar vessel and it teleports another variant of the vessel back in time a second, overlaying themselves on top of each other and then, like, imploding the vessel from within. It, it's fucking insane. What? It's it's <laughs> that's, like... That's crazy. It's it's bonkersly bullshit. Um, but unfortunately <laughs> for you, all of these AIs were like, yo, fuck you, fleshy organics, and they turned on them. Yeah, that um, makes sense. That, so, yeah, that's...
0: That seems like the natural
1: progression of uh,
0: super powerful AI. Yeah.
1: Right. And, and this was like catastrophic. Like, oh God, yeah. because th- eventually, if your fucking construct on your random world you're living on is just like, fuck you, you can't build shit. You can't build weapons. You, you don't have the yep. knowledge anymore. This lasted for like 10,000 years, the dark age of technology. Oh, <laughs> and- God. 10,000 years? The, the Dark Age technology from oh. Millennia 15 to Millennia 25.
0: Oh, it, God.
1: It was horrendous. Now, granted, they eventually got... They won. Humans won. They eventually got their uh, AI under control. But often people ask, why is making AI heresy in Warhammer 40,000? Because the admec don't have AI. They don't have uh-huh. any AI. It's because it's super-duper mega-fucking-heresy. It's because they're scared of this. They're yep. terrified that they'll have another 10,000-year war with the AI rebel against their creators and just oh, yeah. demolishing them.
0: So how, how exactly did they get the AI under control? Because it sounds like the AI, if they really wanted to, it could fuck your shit up. How, like, what, did they just, like do some crazy hot wiring, open a panel somewhere, do-do-do-do-do, cut that the blue is, wire. And...
1: That is the the problem with, with our uh, podcast is that uh, if I wanted to get too into that, I'd have to go Luton level. Um, ah. But I, the long story short, not every single AI went against them. It was mainly these like men of iron thing. Oh, and okay. it's not like every standard con- t- uh, construct was a free thinking AI. It's not like they all just turned at the same time. You still oh, okay. had people and reinforcements and gotcha it wasn't okay. the worst thing in the world but basically made a bunch of really fancy pantsy ai and then ai turned against them and now they're like okay no more ai then yeah,
0: i can't blame them for not wanting to do ai after that
1: absolutely not it was it was catastrophic um though a- about a little bit following the destruction of this war uh psychers human psychers started to kind of pop up a little bit more they started to really kind of become more of a thing again. And this yeah. is in part due to a couple of these little assholes we like to call the Eldar. And <laughs> this is right around the, the end, and Millennium 25 is right around the Eldar started getting really fucky. This is oh. about the time frame where they started to get really bony. Uh, and then that evolves to the <laughs> next thing, which was called the Age of Strife. Now... Oh we know strife is a bad word
0: yeah i was gonna say that doesn't sound like an age that you want to be a part of
1: no the age of strife (laughs) was uh 25 to 30 so obviously no, we're in 40k so we've done 0 to 15 dark age of technology 15 to 25 and now we're in 25 to 30 and this after the the dark age of technology which also people also call the golden age of technology um, it's a very much like a back and forth because it is like the Dark Ages because the tech was awful and evil. Yeah, but we're so fucking advanced. Like, mm-hmm. if if humanity was as powerful as they were during the Golden Age technology, this like millennia twenty five, we would have no worries. Like, Tyranids, orcs, easy shit.
0: Oh we would, shit! Really?
1: We, we would be easily the dominant force of the galaxy. We would probably oh, be were... like Necron level powerful
0: they were that much stronger then?
1: Oh my god, yes. Wow. Like, we would (laughs) would be... like The the Necrons right now, the only reason they haven't taken over the galaxy is because all their tomb worlds haven't woken up and they're a little bit like, you know, they're having some problems. Yeah, Yeah. they have like their mental issues and shit. Like, Mm -hmm. this right here, this is... Imagine... (laughs) Imagine orcs with Necron tech, like... Because there's so many humans... The humans are probably the third largest faction in Warhammer, besides Tyranids and Orcs. There are so many of them. There's one thing humans like to do: it's to fuck. We have so <laughs> many people. Can confirm. Yep. And and, and we, we really have this powerful tech. Unfortunately, it always has to end, and we got to this oh. point called the Age of Strife. So, the these these things called the Eldar, these. Fucking douchebags called the Eldar <laughs> just wouldn't stop fucking, and now we started getting our own psychers and stuff. And that could be because of the Eldar. It might just be us evolving as as a species because the a psychic gene is it's kind of like a like a gene. It's kind of like a mutation um, mm-hmm. similar to the navigators, but they just wouldn't stop fucking. And as you remember, all of that fucking n- caused yeah. turmoil in the warp before it blew up in a catastrophic slanesh meltdown. it ruined the warp because all their souls went to it and it started causing problems, right? Yeah, the bloating. Right, so what happened is it caused these warp storms across the warp and these giant interstellar destructive storms of like mass magnitude. And it did what, what might be one of the worst possible outcomes, which is warp travel and communication cease to exist
0: oh that's that's kind of a big deal it's like oh, it's like you're
1: playing mass mm. effect and all the relays turn off
0: yeah that's the, well i mean that eventually does happen when the reapers show up right and it's just like oh
1: yep oh, that, that's, the, that's the big thing right <laughs> is that when they show up and they turn they go in the citadel and they turn them all off yep. and then so all of humanity became isolated every and they and the worst part is that you don't even have like like, because it's the fact that it's too, too hard to travel through. Like, you have warp drives on your ships. But unlike, say, Mass Effect, where you use the relays, but you also have, like, Mass Effect uh, things on your, on your individual ships, you just can't travel. Every single colony, every single little planet in various star systems is now completely cut off and has Ooh. no communication of any kind. Because you communicate through the warp. You are, you are alone, completely alone. I hope you weren't relying on, on supplies from other planets. I hope you weren't an upstart colony. I hope you weren't getting your tie, the food from someone else.
0: Oh God. So there were, I I assume there were, (laughs) I guess this is why it's called the age of strife. eh? Yep. (laughs) Holy shit! And all this because the Eldar wouldn't were unhappy fucking. with stagnation, and they wouldn't stop fucking. They wouldn't oh. stop murdering. Oh no! DK they wouldn't died. Stop torturing and DK.
1: What happened? DK, are you okay? I'm okay. You you felt you went out of the voice call. What? I'm, I'm,
0: I'm okay. I I don't know. My internet's just being fucky. I guess.
1: Huh. You still. <laughs> You're still recording your, your thing. Right? I am
0: still recording my side, so okay, Shy excellent. I can put it together. That's fucking funny.
1: <laughs> I almost wanted to stay in. That's pretty good.
0: <laughs> let yeah, let it let, let it stay, Shy. So they ruined all of humanity. Colonies can't get food. Colonies are cut off from supplies. How many people die just because uh, just because the Eldar had a fuck kill fetish
1: be uh well i mean god knows how many of them died like the eldar in, in the trillions uh but Whoa. humanity in, itself also died in the billions to trillions as well because every single planet turned on themselves it went from oh. it went from fear to mass panic to uh you know food shortages and ration issues and then yeah. just and then a full-blown civil war even even earth which was so insanely overpopulated, relied on food from other planets. And so then oh. it turned Earth in, and almost every other planet into f- almost full-on Mad Max wasteland, where it was ruled by, by barbarians and religious zealots with, with creepy churches. And the entire place turned into into nuclear Armageddon over a scrap of bread. Over like Holy a handful shit. of water. It, it shit, was they were that dependent on the warp, huh? It was a complete anarchy. Civilization collapsed. Demons started coming out of the warp because of this, because the Eldar were fucking up the warp so much. Oh, often right, a planet, right. a planet with a psyker on it wouldn't know how to control themselves. So they open up a portal and then demons would come out and fuck up the oh. planets. Oh. Just pure unadulterated anarchy it, it might have been you know it was significantly more devastating than the dark age technology so that was what caused the massive age of strife was just that a huge civilization collapse now some planets were able to be okay some were uh, all right some would prove not to be it really depended on where you were and how settled you were at the same time Um, This is actually a great part for us to talk about the Adeptus Mechanicus real quick. Now, we're going to have a whole episode on them, because they are something else. But the surface of Mars was obviously a human colony. And for a while, they had the exact same issue. And the entire surface Mm -hmm. was either bombed, because it's always bombed, um, mutants scattered the whole thing, and any of the people that could survive hid in underground shelters and bunkers. Um, Now, eventually, at that point, technology was so important that you needed people who could understand tech to be able to keep yourself alive during this horrible time. And that's Mm -hmm. why the AdMech kind of created a little religion about it, which is how you created the Adeptus Mechanicus uh, tech priests. That's why they're called tech priests. Oh, okay. And so that kind of was the stirring of the Admech, the stirring of their pseudo I shouldn't say pseudo, they're very religious, uh technophile way about them. They're very weird in that sense and different. But uh they're that's just kind weird of in general. They're I mean, really looking at
0: Adeptus Mechanicus, and it's like, yeah, those guys are weird. They're they're, they're, they're
1: extremely fucking weird.
0: With their weird ass like robo arm spider th- it's they're weird.
1: Yeah, They're weird, ass. but they are interesting uh, once they once they get back above ground. But that is where the kind of cult mechanicus started to gain its power, was everyone needed tech. Tech was super important because the entire surface was filled with uh, barbarians and brutes and radiation. And those that knew tech were deified as, you know, religious, like, worship. So that was where the admec kind of became a thing. But with that... Now that we have this whole situation with the giant barbarians all across the planet, these are called techno-barbarians, they were like Mad Max, but combined with a bunch of tech. It, it, it yeah. literally looked like Mad Max. Ooh. It's basically Mad Max. They, they were covered in fur coats with skulls, and so they had like robot arms and shit. Uh, and, they, and they had gladiatorial arenas and religions, and they, they were... they were, Shit got bad.
0: Yeah, but Age yep. so strife. of Strife. Yep. Age of Strife. Lots of strife. But that's crazy. Like, there, there's no way they could have, like, coexisted with, like, other planets around them. Or did they need so many resources that there was just, without the warp, there was just no way to, like, take care of, like, all of the massive amounts of people on their worlds? or?
1: Well, I don't know. Imagine living in dead center in the middle of Siberia with no car. That's okay. Yeah, that's or like Or, like, Antarctica with no form of travel. It's, yeah. You can't really grow if you're on a bad planet. You're not growing anything, yeah. and and if, and without help, you won't be.
0: That's true. So. Like some planets are going to be absolutely fucked, but like, couldn't Earth like be a little better off? In that it would have been surrounded by other like planets, and they're not too far away. And
1: it would have been if it, if they didn't have around like a trillion people on Earth.
0: Ooh, they 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 hit overpopulation
1: okay. levels to an extent. Now granted, this <laughs> this helped with population quite a bit. Um, there were a lot fewer people on Earth after that was done.
0: Uh, Shai said, Earth basically looked like Coruscant in, in Star Wars. It was one giant city with no way to grow food. Oof. Didn't yes. realize they had overpopulated quite so heavily. That explains a lot now. Okay.
1: Gotcha. Uh, yeah, so that that's what came to a, a point of just real difficulty. But that does bring us to the Unification Wars. And this is the first time that the Emperor of Mankind would finally show himself. Uh, and, and bring himself out to the world and the unification wars is exactly as it sounds it is good old big amps, and it is him going out and basically in the beginning of the 29th millennia give or take going out and reuniting the entirety of the planet um okay. because it was just obviously polluted by a bunch of techno-barbarians and things of that nature. So, what he yeah. was doing was he was chilling in the Himalayas, which is actually where the Golden Throne currently is. It's in the Himalaya Mountains. Huh. Um, Alright. But he was chilling there, and luckily for us, the Emperor was a brilliant scientist, because he's good at everything. And of course. And he created a couple things. Uh, he had his custodian guard at the time, the Legio Custodes, uh, but he was creating something called the Thunder Warriors. The Thunder oh. Warriors were these augmented humans, big, big boys, huge, tough men, which sounds, I'm sure, quite familiar. Um, <laughs> they were the like early, early alpha for the Astartes, for the Space Marines. Okay. Um, so these were called Thunder Warriors, but an Astartes is a pretty smart guy and a very impressive tactician. A Thunder Warrior is like a. Big brute force man. He's a he's a gigantic, tanky dude with a Ooh. sledgehammer. Oh, chose sledgehammers for
0: the weapons. Good choice. Good choice. I like it. I like it.
1: Yes, they're they're like giant, sort of. T- like, like I think a thunder warrior is actually taller than a space marine. Um,
0: that's very tall.
1: <laughs> yes, because they were just they were meant to be a brute instrument of war. Um, they're like the krogan. Basically. Ah. That that, yep, that they, unfortunately, sense. Unfortunately, Slesh they had all the issues. Real. They had the issues with Krogans as well. The same downsides. Ah. Um, so what your man, Emps, did is he took his Thunder Warriors and he unified the planet under one single banner, under the Emperor of Mankind and under the Imperium of Man, uh, so to speak. Oh. The, the early stages of the Imperium of Man. Um, now, the question, simply put, was what did they do with these horrifying barbarians that refused to yield
0: i would assume they killed them
1: they absolutely killed them uh they they (laughs) raised their cities they killed their populace everything they you would either (laughs) you would either kneel before the emperor and his giant legion of augmented humans or you would die um
0: yeah, it makes Ever, sense. that sounds like a very warhammer thing you know it is and,
1: and surrender an extent, or raise to an extent you can appre- you can understand because these are these people are fucked up they don't yeah. understand what they're doing they're savages they're legitimately savages yeah.
0: and it's not like it isn't already a super difficult time on earth and for humanity and then you have these unyielding savages and what else are you gonna do
1: Yeah, and to an extent, you know, you can kind of understand why he did that. Um, That being said, he did make sure to uh, instill this one thing called the Imperial Truth. And the Imperial Truth is the concept that mankind is the dominant force in the galaxy. They are the dominant inheritors of the galaxy. That also means that there is to be no form of fundamental religion of any kind emperor was a fedora wearing red or he was atheist (laughs) as they come he was like that you are not allowed to believe in gods you are not allowed to believe in deities he often would just decapitate any like priest or 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 (laughs) like sermon if you believed in some kind of major like religion if you create a religion as a techno barbarian Often he would just kill you because you were too much of a problem. Fair? Fair. He 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 tipped that fucking hat so hard. He tipped it so hard it blinded him.
0: Wow, we have today's we have this episode's uh, merch idea: Emperor in a fedora, furiously <laughs> typing on Reddit. Like it, oh, I like
1: it. Uh, oh, that's perfect. He has like the shoulders all up and everything.
0: Yeah, exactly. And he's like so- foaming at the mouth. He's like, you better, you better
1: fucking keep, keep religion out of general chat. (laughs)
0: Right? Of course he's a mod on Reddit too. He's He's a a moderator. He's a a Discord
1: mod. Keep memes out of fucking (laughs) general chat. (laughs) Oh
0: man. That's like the best, one of the best parts of every episode is when it devolves into this shit.
1: (laughs) And there's always that. There's always we got that one guy who keeps on making uh, fan art every episode too. And we, I, I gotta know, Shy, can you tell me his name? Because I gotta shout him out because he's been doing great.
0: Yeah, he's uh, doing God's work. I guess. I, I guess in an episode about uh, killing heretics and not wanting religion, I probably shouldn't say he's doing God's work, but uh,
1: it's neither he's doing or. the Emperor's will. But yes, you know, exactly. <laughs> he's doing the Imperial truth. Mankind is the dominant <laughs> force in the galaxy. So basically, and this is a long section, but he... I need to concise it, because let's just say he gained control. He okay. gained control, and he eventually had everyone go under the banner of the Imperium of Man, or the early stages of the Imperium of Man. Um, there were so many fucking battles. There were so many things he did during this period of time, and there are so many techno-barbarian states, and its it's so much fucking lore, but... The long and short of it is that he wins. And he <laughs> he unifies the entire bit of the of Earth. Uh, and during this period of time, though, ironically, he does not unify Mars. They didn't need it. Um good old Oh, oh, oh his name. Um our our artist friend, Xaraxi, quote unquote, he who <laughs> pogs. He who pogs. We
0: can't get away from it,
1: dude.
0: He makes some pretty funny shit posts, though. I like the shit
1: posts, but I don't like that. That's fair.
0: (laughs) We can't get away from
1: it.
0: It's a curse. It's an internet curse. It's
1: a fucking... It's a travesty. Um, Back on topic, though, though.
0: I I was curious, did they just figure they didn't need Mars because they didn't know the Admech were underground and all they saw on Mars was just like, oh, yeah, it's just rolling with savages or something?
1: No, the Admech actually uh, took over their own planet. The Admech eventually came out from underground and they were able to, without the Emperor's help, just they were able to reinstate their own rule. Oh,
0: well. Good, yeah. good for them
1: they had like a functioning democracy they had elected officials they were they took over their own planet they didn't need a, a big golden man to with a bunch of krogan to make their way around they just <laughs> did it uh, and and they actually watched from mars as the uh, emperor did his unification wars and they studied and they were rather curious, oh. um, which is actually will come later. We'll probably talk about that in the next episode, maybe. Or maybe mm-hmm. we'll end this episode with it. But um, they so eventually. How did,
0: how did the admec do in the Age of Strife? Because, I mean, w- were they like all technological at that point where they didn't really need, quote unquote, resources and like food and supplies because they're so mechanical and techie that they don't give a shit?
1: Oh well, that's the thing. Is the age of strife is what originally forced them underground.
0: Oh, okay,
1: okay. So gotcha. it was near the, the end page. of okay. the age of strife where they kind of came back up, which is why gotcha. during the age okay. of strife they developed that religion.
0: Okay, I was a little, I was a little turned around, but thank you.
1: No worries. That was, um, yeah. They had their same issues, but unlike where the Emperor saved Earth, they saved themselves. Gotcha. Uh, which is pretty, uh, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, um, I guess
0: you could say that's pretty. Pretty poggers, dude. God
1: fucking damn it. God fucking damn it. Ugh. So anyway, the Emperor, the Emperor made his, his group, right? And and, and you're fired, and <laughs> and basically, your big Biggie ended up having his own major faction now, right? He was the, the de facto oh, yeah. leader of the new Imperium. And so he just had one problem. Um the the Thunder Warriors are, you know, they're like Krogan. Once yeah. used, they are you they're can't they're un-use them. they're a blunt object. They are made for war. They are not made for peacetime. Ooh. So that was the great like betrayal where the Emperor oh. and his new space marines, his new creations and his custodians turned on his own Thunder Warriors and hunted them to basically genocide, to kill them all.
0: Oh, shit. I was not expecting that.
1: Yes, the Great, I don't know if the term is the Great Betrayal or whatever it is, but all those Thunder Warriors that he used, the reason they're not around anymore, is because the Emperor decided that they were a dangerous tool of war, and it could not coexist during peacetime. And because oh, of that, wow. because of that, he took his custodians, his legio custodes. He took his, uh, he took his good old new space marines, his new boys, his new Ooh. higher power, not necessarily uh, stronger, but smarter and more technically sound space marines. That And he, he killed them all. Jeez. It was the it was the it was the culling, the culling of the the thunder warriors.
0: So thunder warriors, ridiculously strong, right? Like, oh, they're big. How hard was it? How hard was it to hunt them down? Like, it it couldn't have been easy because, like, they you know they helped win the whole unification thing, right? Like, what? How how do you how do you hunt something like that?
1: Well, you you hunt them intelligently. These are these are blunt ah, tools of war, right? Fair. When when you got well, one he, he had custodians, and custodians yeah, yeah. are are like become they're, they're heroes beefy in
0: their own right yeah yeah yeah
1: every custodian is a hero in their mm-hmm. own, in his own right like every named space marine character is about the same thing as a custodian but not right. only that but he had thousands of astartes legions and he you know he poisoned them during dinner he shanked them in the back you know he tricked <laughs> them he lied to them he he didn't just like i declare war against the thunder warriors no he he tricked them he led them into traps he he did what you do oh, when you want to kill okay. off an entire group of people.
0: Got you. Yeah, see, a part of me was like, oh, yeah, you know, you're betrayed. And then, like, they, they ran off or something. Or, like, they somehow betrayed him, and they ran off, and they were kind of just, like, hiding. And he had to, like, go find them with his with his guys and and off them somehow. Okay.
1: No, they, I mean, some definitely a few escaped, absolutely. But they, one, had to go into hiding, and mm-hmm. two they're not they're not intelligent they're they can barely function. They're idiots they're just yeah. big
0: they're just blunt tools of war that's that's true too these yeah
1: yeah and and also a lot of them apparently a lot of them killed themselves because all their friends died, and oh, so it well, it just oof. didn't matter anymore yeah um Damn. so that's that's yeah, kind of that sad it was, <laughs> that's, it's that's, pretty sad it's sad it was, and yeah. it shows that imps ain't necessarily the greatest of guys sometimes. No,
0: still further proof that he is a terrible dad.
1: He's a shit dad. He's such a bad dad. Uh, so at this point, time wise, we had so uh, to let me go ahead and like it's so much. Let me go ahead and kind of back up. So we have a little bit more of an understanding of everything that happened. So we had the rise of mankind, zero to 15 millennia. You had the horrible Dark Age technology, 15 to 25, which is also the Golden Age, where they expanded out and, you know, and then the AI murdered them. And then we reached the Age of Strife, which is 25 to 30. Uh, And now this is near the end of the Age of Strife. And right around this period of time, two things occurred. One, the Emperor started creating the Primarchs. Now, you know about the Uh, Primarchs. Uh, The Primarchs, for our viewers, are basically the Emperor's sons in their own way. He spliced DNA from many different kinds of humans as well as his own. Mm-hmm. Um, it, apparently he even made, added a little bit of uh, animal DNA. That's why the Space Wolves are the Space Wolves. Um, Awkward. That's a, a little, strange
0: thing to want to do as a dad.
1: Little weird, but, uh, <laughs> a little, he, little weird, but he made 20 separate of these Primarchs. Um, and, and they were spliced with many things. That's it's why uh, the White Scars, they look very Mongolian because he spliced like Asian descent Mongolian descent oh, DNA okay. with that uh, the salamanders right. are an entire uh, they're entirely all black um, you mm-hmm. know there's a possibility that there was part of that Lehman Russ was um, you know they're the space wolves they have like fangs and they're very hairy looking um, That that's the concept of the wolf DNA etc cetera. Hmm. Et cetera.
0: Um, you know, I, I I honestly didn't realize he was splicing in, like, animal DNA. And, like, I knew there were, like, space wolf chapters and salamanders and stuff like that. But I thought that was just, like, the cool nickname. I didn't realize they actually had features of these animals.
1: Well, the so, salamanders the salamanders don't. Oh, um, right, right, right. But, like, there's definitely there's the a lot of
0: different DNA being spliced in. And, yeah. Yeah. So. I- if
1: anything, if he did splice DNA, it might have only been the wolves one.
0: Right, 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 right.
1: But yeah, he did a little bit. Yeah, they have like they have like fangs and shit. Space wolves look like look like savages. They're pretty crazy. Wow, um,
0: Emperor's totally a furry.
1: A, a little bit, a little bit. And he was like, I'm gonna make my own persona out of my own genes. Yeah, right. It, it's literally his persona. It's out of his own DNA. It's his own DNA. Yeah, oh, for the no. longest time,
0: I thought the Primarchs were just like the best parts of his. Uh, his own genetics and his own DNA, so it's it's kind of cool to learn that it's not just his shit. He's also splicing in his persona. Good, good to know.
1: Yeah, he, he makes he mixed in a little bit of himself, and he's mixed in a little bit of uh of all this other stuff to create these primarchs. Which obviously mm-hmm. he kind of well, he doesn't really see them as the sons, but they're the sons of the emperor in his own sense. Right. Um, during this period of time, though, this is just about when the Eldar eventually collapsed. This is just about when oh. the Chaos God Slaanesh arrived and everyone just got fucking murdered, right?
0: Right, the big uh, but suck.
1: The big suck. But the big suck, ironically, was actually a very good thing for humanity because all the warp storms ended. Oh, There's no more I turmoil. Guess would.
0: That's true because there's not as much murder fucking from the Eldar, so it's not throwing the warp into chaos as much. Wow, and that's the chaos a, that's itself. A bad it, word to use for it, but whatever. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but the chaos themselves, yeah, they're, they're no longer like a problem and and anything that the turmoil got sucked up by Slaanesh. Yeah. So uh, the the warp re- returned to a relative level of calm. However, the chaos gods were not entirely done with memeing around by the emperor. Now, oh I'm a little <laughs> bit hazy on this one in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I do know is that Good old Emps made his ten his ten test two ba- or sorry his twenty test two babies, his twenty legions of Space Marines or his twenty Primarchs right, mm-hmm. and because of them, he the all the all the test two babies were all kind of getting ready. They were they were being made, and then Chaos decided to be funny. Chaos oh, was boy. like, <laughs> Chaos was like, yo, that's some sweet drip, dog. I <laughs> I want some of that, and so they stole them. Like, oh. like all of them. <laughs> and they scattered them across the universe or across the galaxy. And they wait, just kind so- of yeeted them everywhere else.
0: <laughs> so, cha- wait, so what part of chaos decided this? Like is there is there an a, a chaotic entity that was just like, yeah, gotcha bitch, yeet? Like how how exactly there, did
1: that If there was one, it would be Zeench cuz Zeench okay. likes to do that shit. Um, but this, the overall scattering of the Primarchs, basically there was like a little warp rift near those gene vaults that he was fucking around with. Uh And they basically fell in or, or they were sucked in. It's, it's vague. It does no one really knows. Long story short, chaos grabbed them or the warp just grabbed them in general and just yeeted them everywhere. Just okay. threw him out there. So he's got twenty of his sons, and they've all been thrown to a bunch of random planets. Uh, the yeah. salamanders were th- like Vulcan. The of salamanders went, went to Nocturne, which is like a volcanic planet. Lorgar went to a, a planet that had problems. We'll talk about Lorgar soon. Um, oh. You know, Magnus, more psychic play. Uh, Lehman Russ went to Fenris, very cold, wolfy, all that kind of shit. They just got oh, Leman- heated.
0: Lehman Russ was a Primarch?
1: Yeah. Uh, the Space oh, wolf, the Space that. Wolves um, were the ones who found the blueprint for the Lehman Russ battle tank. So it is named oh. after Lehman Russ.
0: Okay, cool. Because you've didn't heard of the Lehman Russ Lehman- tank, right? Yeah, yeah. I I've I've heard of Lehman Russ. because uh, doesn't he end up like uh wounding Magnus pretty heavily?
1: Oh oh we'll talk about that. Okay. Uh, well, no, I, okay. I, I,
0: yeah, I just, I didn't realize he was a Primarch. I just thought he was a, he was just a hella space marine.
1: Oh, yeah, no, the Leman Russ is the Primarch of the Space Wolves. Um, oh, in in okay. game, the Thousand Sons and the Space Wolves hate each other. And there's lots oh, of, of cool, there's lots of cool, like, abilities you can use against them. Um, so along with that, like, each of these major Primarchs being scattered to these various worlds, this led the Emperor to the next most important part of his job, which is to find them. And that leads us to the Emperor's Great Crusade, which is exactly when we're probably going to end this episode. Oh, um, what a tease! I know. I have to do it. The, the Great Crusade is a very big part. Finding all the Primarchs, establishing them, bringing their Space Marine Legions to them, is very big, it's very important. And that is a perfect part because that kind of begins... Uh, establishing our Primarchs as characters Mm -hmm. and then establishing the heresy after that Um, though Uh. I will say before this entirely begins there's a small thing I want to mention um, with Admech Mm -hmm. because in order to do this great crusade he obviously needs ships and now that he can because the warp storms are gone um, so now people can start going back and forth again you know the gates are no longer dead um, the the Mass Effect realizers are okay again, but mm-hmm. before this, uh, this uh, we'll talk more about the Mechanicus at some point. But long story short, the Emperor wanted to take the Mechanicus by force, like he did with Terra. Um, unfortunately, and it's one of the things that makes the Mechanicus so cool. They were way too strong. <laughs> Mechanicus had a democracy; they fixed themselves, and they had like insane amounts of war machines and titans and mechs and Ooh. they were they were a really frightening fighting force and the emperor in his own right kind of th- thought to himself like eee I don't know about this one um, it, it, maybe I could take them but it would take a lot of losses and it's really just not worth it so he, he signed a treaty which is why ah. the Admech in a sense don't really need to believe in the emperor in modern day they believe oh. in the Omnissiah and the machine god, but they like they believe the Emperor is like a really powerful thing, but they don't really worship right. him because they don't really have to.
0: Oh, that's true. I never really thought about that because they they praise the Omnissiah and any other, I guess, race. The The Emperor would be like, ah, heresy. How dare you?
1: Well, the but, the people, the Imperium would be like heresy. The Emperor oh, doesn't, sure, give a, sure, sure. doesn't give a yeah, shit,
0: yeah, yeah. but yeah, the, sure. But yeah, I, I didn't, I never really think about that. That's cool.
1: Yeah, it's neat. They're the only human part that is technically not under the banner of the Imperium. They are under the banner of the Adeptus Mechanicus, because they are not, part, technically part, they are, they are a treaty. They have uh, worked together. They not necessarily are part of the same faction, which I think is pretty fucking neato. Yeah, the Admechs yeah. sound pretty badass. Oh, they are really, really cool. Um,
0: yeah. yeah. I've they also had their movie. minis, and I'm glad to hear that they're <laughs> such dope bastards. I like it.
1: Most people like the Admech, even if you don't like a lot of the Imperium stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that is generally where we're going to end this one. Uh, We've got the big old Great Crusade coming up next, and that is a huge part, getting all the Primarchs back. But until then, all we need to know going forward is the Emperor has his new Space Marines. He's got his custodians. He's got a pact with the Admech that are going to provide him ships, and tons of, of, like, war vessels and armor and weapons. And, oh, yes. so you Oh, could yes, say indeed. The em-
0: so you could say the Emperor's got a new groove?
1: He's it's got a... Uh, uh, you sure know what? I love that done. movie. So I'm okay with that one.
0: <laughs> All the I spicy f- memes that have come out of that movie. Wrong lever,
1: Magnus. <laughs> <laughs>
0: A merchandise <laughs> idea too for the emperor Magnus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh God! though, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, as you could tell, it's really complicated on this one. But um, all we need to know is the emperor. No one knows where he came from. He we reached superpowered levels. We expanded everyone got cut off from each other we turned into mad max and the emperor took everyone else by force and is now heading out to get his primarchs back that were yeeted and yoinked
0: sick that's a great tldr jesus
1: (laughs) it's we are already this podcast in its own right is like a quarter of how much you need to talk about in an average fucking um game but oh my god
0: and we're only six
1: episodes deep
0: I think six, right? Yeah, this is episode
1: six. Uh, this is five, I think. Uh, Krieg, Necrons, Eldar, Mini-Necron, and then this one.
0: Oh, yeah. I can't count. Cool.
1: Dang. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. This has been episode five of Death's Ridiculous. This is going to be part one of three for all of humanity's big, big shit. Um, I'm actually next one is pretty exciting I, I like to talk about the um, the sowing the seeds of heresy uh, though I'm also particularly excited for after we finish all of this because then we get to talk about the age of apostasy which is my favorite part because that is the founding of the sisters of battle and it the is the
0: age of apostasy that is sounds like badass fun. it is it is bad
1: <laughs> it is a bad time yeah. Um, I mean, but,
0: Age of Apostasy. What do you expect? It's going to be tea and crumpet.
1: I hope you like religion, and, and I hope you <laughs> like. I hope you like people murdering their way into a position of religious power. Wahoo! Ah. so So with that (laughs) being said to all of our patrons that's ridiculous on patreon you guys make this possible being near 400 a month is insane once we get to a thousand we'll be doing weekly episodes instead of bi-weekly because it obviously affords us more time to work on this Um, as for myself my name is Bricky. you can find me on Bricky everywhere twitter twitch i stream quite regularly and i make videos um, as really good for videos. I know Um they're, okay. I, it. they're okay. I
0: said it. you don't have to say it I'll say it for you they're pretty they're pretty solid they're rock solid
1: they''re they're, they're uh, yeah I, I was gonna make a brick joke but it's fine <laughs> DK where can they find you
0: You can find me DK Diamanantes Twitter twitch YouTube and real DK Diamanantes on Instagram and yeah thanks to all the all the patrons it's crazy to see all the support super appreciated. I hope you keep enjoying the podcast.
1: All right, and with that, we are out of here. We'll see you on the next episode.